0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Dirty Devotional Podcast. So excited to have you join us today. And hey, y'all, good news. I am officially out of quarantine. I am done with COVID. I was able to get out of the house today. And y'all, it's a beautiful thing. So beautiful. We got a lot of snow, was able to go out on a drive, see how beautiful all the area looked. And y'all, just breathing fresh air was nice. When you're stuck in a bedroom for uh, about 10 days, it is a beautiful thing to breathe fresh air, but I'm so excited to have you join us. Um, Today, uh, we're going to continue our conversation. We've been kind of in this series talking about how do I deal with my darkness, and we've been bouncing around and talking about some specific areas, and today I want to talk about um, something very specific. I believe that's going to be helpful for all of you, but to get there, I want to tell you the story. When I was eight years old, I had a cousin named Sky whose family owned a bunch of horses, uh, they had like all this land, all these horses, four-wheelers. It was like a kid's dream. Um, you could do all these fun things, so much uh space outside, uh to be able to hang out. And I remember a group of friends came over for his birthday and we were all going to ride horses. And I had never ridden a horse, and I'm just gonna be straight up with you. I'm not a fan of animals that are big enough to kill me. Um, not a big fan of it. I mean, a horse could kick me, I could die. So I typically stick with animals that are smaller than me. Uh, just in case the animal decides to turn on me, but I did to um, save face in this uh, at this birthday party, I agreed to ride this horse. And so they got the horses out, and all the kids hopped up on the horse. Now, first off, the first problem was I was a chunky kid, and so me trying to get my fat butt up on the horse was a big problem. Um, because, well, I couldn't exactly pull my weight up, and so I had a couple friends help push me up onto the horse, which was a beautiful thing, and then we started riding, but then about 15 minutes into the ride, I don't know if my horse didn't like me, I don't know if I was doing something wrong, but all of a sudden, my horse bucked up, flipped me off of it, and I fell to the ground, and y'all, I was done. Um, I'm literally sweating thinking about this because it was so embarrassing in front of all these kids who I didn't really know And I was the one that not only had to get help getting on the horse I was flipped off the horse in front of all of them And y'all it was the last time i've ever ridden a horse I haven't ridden a horse since and I was eight years old And I was so embarrassed. I was so ashamed Of this experience that I made the decision to never ride a horse again and I know for many of you, and I know for my life in particular, that there have been events and decisions that I've made that I've been ashamed of, that there has been things that I've done that when I look back on, uh, I'm embarrassed by it. I can't believe I made some of the decisions I've made. And because of that, I have basically put myself into hiding and hope that no one ever finds those things, those areas of my life. And I know for many of you, it's probably the same. Maybe it's a decision you made. Maybe you took a chance with a new job opportunity that was a big risk, or um, you gave someone a chance into your life and they hurt you, or the opportunity didn't work out, and you were embarrassed by it. Um, You're embarrassed that you let yourself get hurt. You were embarrassed that you put yourself in that position. You were embarrassed that you failed in front of people, and. And that it sucks. I mean, let's just call it what it does. It sucks. And the Bible talks a lot about this idea of shame. Um, and what I want to talk about it is how do we deal with it? And so if you if you read the Bible, if you have a Bible, you can turn to Luke chapter 8. Uh, Jesus is doing ministry and he runs into this woman. And I want to read it for you and then we're going to talk about it. So it's Luke chapter 8. starts at verse 42. It says, as Jesus was on his way, the crowds almost crushed him. In the presence of all the people, she told why she had touched him and how she had been instantly healed. Then he said to her, daughter, your faith has healed you. Go in peace. And so let's talk about this story for a little bit, because you can read over it and it not mean that big, mean anything to you. But first off, let's talk about this woman. All right. The Bible says she was bleeding, but the technically what she had was she had a, a vaginal hemorrhage that led to her for bleeding for 12 years. Now, if y'all, I don't have a vagina, newsflash, but what I could imagine is that bleeding from your vagina for 12 years is a pretty embarrassing thing, and I know more so in this time period because you would have been considered unclean, which limited you to being in public, to being in certain places. This is a very embarrassing thing, um, especially there's a lot I want to say. I'm not going to say, but needless to say, vaginal bleeding for 12 years is a big deal, And she is ashamed of it. And so she finds herself in this crowd and she's hiding and she sees Jesus and she reaches out, touches him, um, and she's healed by this. And it's a remarkable story. I'm sure she is like proud of it. Um, But there's a couple of things I want to talk about in this story. And the first one is this. The first one when it comes to shame, shame is that shame leads to hiding. It always leads to hiding. So if, I, if we were playing a game of hide and seek, and I told you, hey, I want you to hide, um, go find a good place to hide, but then I want you to find people while you're hiding. It doesn't make any sense because you're like, well, wait, do I hide or do I seek? It's kind of like that when it comes to dealing with shame. When we live in shame, we put ourselves in a position of hiding where we can never seek out anything better in our life. What shame does is it tells us this is who you are. And you failed and you're always going to fail and nothing's ever going to change. And it puts ourselves in a place of hiding consistently. And when we hide, we can't seek out new opportunities. We can't find new things. We miss out on the things that um, could benefit us. And so many of you, I know that if you have let your heart, um, given your heart to someone and they hurt you and you're embarrassed by it, many of you haven't let anyone else in. Or maybe you've taken a job risk and it didn't work out and you decided maybe that's just not for you and you've given up because shame has led you to hiding. And for this woman, man, she could have hid out. And honestly, she was still kind of hiding. She waited till she was in a crowd to where no one could see her. And she reaches out and touches Jesus in a way that he doesn't know who did it. But what I love about Jesus is Jesus forces her to come out of this hiding. And Jesus says, who did it? I know someone touched me. I want them to show themselves and basically forces this woman to speak out. And that's what I want to talk about. Here's what's awesome is that that the second thing is that faith leads to seeking. Is When the woman speaks out, Jesus responds. He says, your faith has healed you. Now, when we talk about faith, a lot of times we just kind of throw it in this like big, super religious term, but faith... Faith in this sense is that she sought out something that could make her better. She believed that her situation didn't define her. And so where many of us, when it comes to shame, we hide and we say, hey, I can't do this. I'm I'm an awful person. I don't want to fail again. I don't want to get hurt again. Jesus rewards this woman and heals her and says, hey, because you just chose to not hide, but to seek something better, to seek a new, better thing for yourself you've been healed. And I can't help but wonder for how many of you listening today that maybe you've been hiding because of shame and you haven't put yourself out there. You haven't trusted anyone. And that maybe today is the day to, to get some faith and to start taking steps again. There's a quote from C.S. Lewis that, um, I love, and I'm going to butcher it, but he talks about, um, uh, to love it, all of us to be vulnerable. And he goes on and he says, many of us think once we've been hurt, what we do is we say, I want to protect my heart. I'm going to protect myself. And so we put our heart and we put our ideas and we put our dreams and aspirations in this box because we want to protect it. And we don't want anyone to get to it. But here's what happens is inside that box, your heart hardens, your your inspirations, your aspirations, your dreams, all those things, they die. And what was to be a box to protect those things, it becomes a casket for the things that you've let die inside of you. Listen, your heart was never meant to be kept in a box. Your aspirations, your dreams were never meant to be kept in a box. Don't let shame keep you in hiding. But today instead, use some faith and start walking it out again. Don't be afraid of failure. Don't be afraid of messing up. Don't let shame hold you back anymore because it is a heavy, heavy burden. So today, here's some things to think about. First off, what's something that you've been ashamed of that you maybe you've been hiding in your life, and you don't even realize you're hiding it anymore, but it's holding you back? Take some time to think about that. And the second thing is, how can you get rid of that shame? What does it look like for you to seek something better out, to move from hiding to seeking when it comes to dealing with your shame? I'm going to pray for you, and I want you to think about these things. Jesus, thank you for today. Lord, thank you that, um, Lord, that in the midst of hiding because we're ashamed of the things we've done and the decisions we made because we're embarrassed, Lord, that you give us a chance to seek out something better, that we don't have to continue hiding, but instead we can start looking for new opportunities, Lord, that we can give birth to new dreams, Lord, that we can find new love, that we can find people who we can trust who won't hurt us. Lord, give us the courage and the bravery to examine those things in our life. And Lord, give us the boldness to work it out and to take the steps of faith, Lord, so that we can experience healing. Lord, we thank you and we ask this in your name. Amen. Hey, thanks so much for joining me on today's devotional. If you want to get more connected, then be sure to follow me on Instagram at Z underscore chill. That's at Z underscore C-H-I-L. Or you can connect with myself and other listeners through our private Facebook group. You can find this by searching Dirty Devotional Podcast, Dirty Family. Lastly, if you enjoy the podcast, please take time to rate it on iTunes or Spotify. This helps us reach more people and lets us know that my content is making a difference in your life. Most importantly, I hope today you felt seen, known, and loved by a real God. Be blessed.